Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host from Single in the City, and today we have some specific topics to cover that just may help you in your relationships or getting over relationships that just aren't good for you. Today, we are focusing on breakup recovery. Many of us experience different feelings and emotions attached to relationships, and we're here to answer questions that often come up. Sometimes in our lives, we find ourselves obsessing over relationships, Uh, or relationships, and we have so many questions. We experience all different kinds of emotions that come up uh, when when it comes to moving on. Sometimes we're unsure of the healing process and the importance of it after a relationship ends. We just don't realize the power of letting go. So we're here today to talk about it. Ever find yourself stuck in the same pattern? The relationship could change, but the experience you have seems so familiar. Want to figure out why this keeps happening and how to change this pattern? Well, then you need to listen to the end of the show. These are questions that uh, we all have, and today we're going to be tackling some of these touchy subjects or topics that surround breakups. Joining me today is breakup and recovery coach Joanna Lopez. She's such a beautiful soul, and she helps so many people, and I absolutely love and adore her, and she's so sexy, too. You are. You're a sexy girl. Thank you. You are too. Thanks. <laughs> you were on the show last year, so yeah. welcome back. So, so Joanna, let's start off informing our listeners about some of the wonderful work that you do around helping people heal after a breakup. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm a divorce and breakup recovery coach. I do exactly that. Uh, I help people overcome after a separation, a divorce, or whatever type of breakup that they are having. And I use different type of tools, like neuroscience tools. I use hypnosis. I'm a clinical hypnosis therapist. Really? Yeah. Can you hypnotize me? Uh, You don't need it. (laughs) (laughs) Darn! (laughs) But uh, this is basically what I use. And I'm a very spiritual coach, and I'm introducing a lot of metaphysical practices in the last year from a personal experience, but... Keep going. <laughs> and and uh, I want to ask you a question yeah. around men and women and how they process breakups. Are they do they process them differently? Hmm. That's a really good question. I would say everything comes down to self-esteem. So people that have good self-esteem will be able to handle rejection and a separation in a different way than people that are, have low self-esteem. So I think everything comes down to to that. Yeah. And okay, so sometimes when we hook up with someone, Mm -hmm. us as women instantly feel an attraction. Yeah. It's almost as if men can disconnect feelings with sex. And this can be (laughs) so disheartening. And we may Mm -hmm. think that it's us, that something's wrong with us. But this can be further from the truth. So why is it that we have more attachments than men when it comes to sex? I love this question. You know, I'm so yeah, glad. Yeah. That, I'm so glad that you're asking this because one of the things ha- that happens, and I often tell my clients this, is that when women and men have sex, uh, women releases a lot of testosterone. So testosterones make you feel attached to the person. So when you are going through the dating process, I often say to my clients, do not have sex right away. Not because you want to be like that old fashioned. Yes, if you want to be old-fashioned, why not? But it is more 
more of an strategic way because if you you want to make sure that the person that you are dating is the right fit for you if you, I totally agree with that and if you have sex testosterone is going to be released and you're going to feel attached to that person so you might be choosing a partner that's not right for you based on that believe so it, it becomes or not dangerous yes. it becomes very tricky for the brain yep okay mm-hmm. so wait Till you uh, like, well, that's not going to happen though. People are going to have sex regardless. People are going to have sex regardless, but knowing, knowing, and having the information in the back of your head that you know what, I'm having sex and now I feel all the sudden attached to this person, is might be not because oh my god, this is this this is the guy, or it is maybe because yes, I'm releasing testosterone and this is a fact. And yeah. I'm that woman, but there are women. I know women that can just yeah. have sex and have booty calls and and they're detached from the person. They never become attached. And, and why is that? Why are some women different? Well, I would say they do have like, they do release a lot of testosterone. The thing is they have been practicing in a completely different way that they have been accustomed. Like if you have had sex like so many times, you will, you will basically uh, have enough testosterone that you will know how to handle things. But if you don't do that often, it will hit you more than uh, other women. Does oh, that make sense? Yes, I don't do it often enough. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so I want to talk about pheromones now yeah. and the significance of pheromones when it comes to attraction. So mm-hmm. a pheromone is usually a smell which is secreted from the female or the male. Mm-hmm. Usually it's most noticed on the neck and causes a sexual response in mm-hmm. others of the same species. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't have a clue about this whole pheromone thing until I got a little bit older. And I started realizing that pheromones play a huge role in attraction. And the reason that some relationships don't work out is because you are not aligned when it comes to smell. Now, this is actually one of the things that right now is at the top of my priority priority list when it comes to searching for a partner or a mate. I was on a date a little while ago and uh, I, you know, I, I was testing out some new colognes. So I put some on my wrist and I asked the guy, go, you know, smell this. What do you think of it? And yeah. he smelled it. And then he said, well, smell my cologne. So he, he directed me to his neck. So I went in and instantly I was like, no, okay, hmm. I'm not going to, I can't, like, it's off. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't like the way he smelled. Yeah. And so uh, right there and then it was over. Uh, so why is it that a man or a woman's scent can stimulate sexual attraction or sexual repellent? Well, I was talking to you about this um, before, that it goes beyond beyond the ferments. We feel attracted to people in an unconscious way. And yes, in this way, it could be like the ferments, it could be a lot of components. However, However, because of that, because we feel attracted to people in an unconscious way, a lot of the things you are not going to notice, the reason why you feel you feel um, repellent to someone, it is because we date people for actually for resolution, for healing, and we can talk about that later. But it, has, it goes back to your own wounds that you experienced when you were a child, and we repeat in the patterns as adults. So, for example, you believe it or not, if you had a father that was alcoholic, and now here you are, and somehow you just feel attracted to this man you don't even know why and then later on you find out that he has alcohol problems so we will feel attracted to certain people that will contribute in our own healing or on their own their own brain resolution so it has to do a lot with that Joanna thank you we need to take a break though and when we come back on the dating and relationship show we're going to talk about obsession why we overvalue the wrong people when looking for love stay with us 
You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta. Joining me today is Joanna Lopez, breakup and divorce recovery coach. Before the break, we were discussing how important pheromones on in determining whether a partner is suitable for you. And so she was explaining it. And so I have a question for you based mm-hmm. on what you said. So I didn't know who this person was yeah. uh, when I was sitting with him, mm-hmm. but I did realize that I didn't like his scent. Yeah. So how do you relate the two? Because yes. what you were saying basically is like, you know, how you were brought up and triggers. Mm-hmm. From your past. And yes, absolutely. Well, here's the thing. So 10% of our brain is the conscious mind. 90% of the brain is the unconscious mind. A lot of the things that are going to happen, are going to be unconscious to you. So you had already information about the pheromones. So when you went on a date with this person, you already had that idea in your head. So it might be that that person was actually someone that is a match to things that probably are not in your experience that you need to heal. Or it might be that you are not ready for that person. But all of these components, the smell, the voice, the sound of his voice, like a lot of a lot of elements have to do with the fact that the brain is always looking for resolution. If we want to go more spiritual, the soul is looking for healing. So you will always feel attracted to someone that would match what you need to heal in certain level. Very, very interesting. So I want to talk about obsession now. It's happened to most of us. It's happened to me where we become obsessed with a person we hardly even know. And this person may not even be invested in us the same way, but we keep pursuing in hopes that they're going to come around. Mm-hmm. We're afraid to communicate our standards and demand better from them because, you know, we think that, oh, they're going to run away if we do that, right? Yes. So next thing you know, months go by, years go by, maybe for some, it's not going to happen to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and here we are waiting around for this person to come around. Mm-hmm. Now, why do we do it? Uh, is it because we feel that we have a great connection or amazing chemistry? Like, why do we do this? Why do we keep them around? Well, here's the thing. It's because um, I have so many good things that I want to say. Yeah, please. So, we have all day. Oh, we, we do it. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. We know what we want, but we are afraid to... Uh, put words of what we want because we are afraid that we're going to scare the person like you were saying. But do you want to know something super interesting? You cannot scare the right guy. You cannot scare the right guy. Really? You cannot. Can you scare the right girl? Uh, You cannot scare the right girl either. Okay, okay. So So the right person in general. you You cannot do that. I will tell you why. Because if the person that you are dating wants a commitment relationship, no matter what you do or what you say, that person will go there. But if that person doesn't want what you want, do you want to keep them around? No, you want to know and you want to know soon. Do you know what's that number one advice that I give to my clients when they go on dates? You wanna, you don't want to play it uh, in sensing how the guy is, like whether the guy wants to date casually or more formal. You want to figure out first what you truly want. Do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? Do you want to uh, settle? You want to settle down? And if you want those three things, you want to say that not later on in the relationship. You want to say that in the first date. Why is that? You want to say that in the first date because 
then you are not making it about them. You are basically telling them what you truly want. And when someone is confident of saying what they want, means that they have options. And people that have options are attractive because they, they seem confident and seems like other people want them, right? But if you are playing it like because you are afraid that you are going to scare them, so then they're going to feel like, oh, maybe she doesn't have that many options. So you want to be confident of what you want and tell them in the first date and keep remembering you cannot scare the right guy or girl for you. And I think some of the reasons behind why we become obsessed and accept this kind of treatment, too, is because we lack self-worth. Absolutely. Right? It goes When we don't believe in our own value... Uh, we doubt that we can find someone else as good as us. We fear asking for the respect we deserve because we want to people please. Mm -hmm. And uh, we need to start taking confidence seriously, like really, really seriously, I think. And we have to figure out what we want. It's the only way we can ask. Right. And you have to remember that people accept the treatment in, in, well, people will accept the treatment in life that they think they deserve. Absolutely. And when you truly treat yourself like your own best friend and know that you never, ever have to settle for less, then you become invincible. So Mm -hmm. once you become confident, you're going to cut off those wrong people. Absolutely. Right. Uh, And when you appreciate your own value at this level, that's when you find the courage to demand the love that you deserve. Absolutely. So we encourage you people to find the confidence that lies within you. And everybody has it. We just have to find it. And you have to find how to get to that point where you feel good about yourself. And you have to say it out loud. I truly encourage you to say it what you want on the first Positive date. Positive affirmations. Absolutely. Say it on the first date. Do not be afraid. But what are we saying on the first date? Because well, I, sometimes you can really scare okay. someone off on the I first have date. A one, give, give me an example. Absolutely. I have a wonderful idea. So you go on a date. And I don't know, you guys are getting to know each other. So you basically say it in a casual way. You know what? I have, if this is what you want, it depends on what you want. You basically say it. You know what? I think I'm, I'm dead enough and I'm, I'm actually ready to settle down. I know it sounds and scary. there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. No, that's because perfect. in the first day, you're not making it about them. You just met them. So if that guy has the same mentality, he's going to stick around. But if he's not... He's going to go away. And, and be- yes, sorry. And you want to know soon. You don't want to know in a few months from now if the guy wants the same. You want to know and want to know now. And when someone tells you they're not ready, believe them. Exactly. Because it's true. We need to take a break. And when we come <laughs> back, we're going to talk about the power of letting go. It's so powerful. Stay with us. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show. Thanks for tuning in each and every week, everybody. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta. Sitting in with me today is Joanna Lopez. She's Woo-hoo. a breakup and dis- <laughs> divorce recovery coach. She's absolutely amazing. And uh, we're talking now about the power of letting go. Because uh, talking to Joanna last week, she was like, Laura, that's the most powerful thing that you can do is to just let go. And so I want to know from you, why is moving on sometimes so hard? Like, I mean, I think we know the answer to this, but I just want to hear it from you. Yes, of course. Well, why is hard to move on? Well, it is because it plays a lot of things in the brain. Memories. 
memories and also the brain is looking for to keep things the same because change represents danger for the brain. So it's going to release a lot of chemicals. So a lot of the things that you're going to experience are beyond the love that you think you, you have for that person. But I'm not going to go there. I'm going to answer the other question where you were saying why it's so important to let go. Letting go will not only bring peace to your mind and your heart and your soul, will actually, actually allow you, allow the other person, if that person is for you, to come, to come along. And if that person is not for you, for you to move on into the person that is uh, the right person for you. So it's hard for us to let go and choose to do it. But it has, there is so much power behind that. Because when you choose to let go, you are trusting in a higher power that is taking care of the But not everybody thing. believes in a higher power. Okay. You and that's too bad for them, right? Because that's sad. Because there is a higher power. I truly is a, believe in there one. There is a higher power. But if you don't believe in a higher power, you can believe in your brain. There is a higher power in your brain. You, I'm sure you believe that because you know that there is the unconscious mind, which is 90% of your brain. If you don't believe in a higher power in a spiritual way, that's okay. It's still a higher power. And sometimes when we break up, we're always uh, reiterating the, the positives of the relationship, that relationship rather than going over all the negatives. Well, it is because the brain plays tricks on you. The brain, that part of the brain, the amygdala, basically does whatever it takes to keep things the same. So it will put in your brain all the amazing things that this person was and how incredible he was and how awesome. And it will take away all the reasons why you weren't happy with that person because he's trying to keep things the same because change, again, represents danger for that part of our brain, the amygdala. So I think it's important for us to get completely centered and see this objectively and ask ourselves, what was I really happy with that person? And if you weren't happy and you're suffering and you're feeling the torture of your brain because this person is not responding to your love, it's time for you to bring them down from the pedestal that your brain has put them because sometimes we make them seem to be way more amazing than they were so it's time for you to write a, a list of the reasons why you don't want to be with them it's not healthy to stay in love with someone that is no longer in your life and is, is no longer interested in being in your life so you have to tie to take charge of your own healing in this process. So I know that you're a very spiritual person yeah, and you're in tune with the universe. What happens once you let go and heal from this relationship? So I want you to explain that thing that you told me over the phone and how this person would will either, once you heal, they're either going to come back or move out of your experience. Can you explain that for our listeners? Because I found that very interesting and it made sense. It's like, yes. Well, I want to say something because our brains tend to obsess when a relationship ends all of a sudden, abruptly, and we don't have answers of why. Like, a why did we break up? Everything seemed to be okay. Well, we all want closure. We all and want we don't, closure. And, and we don't always get it. But, Absolutely. You, but you say it's okay. We don't need closure. Well, we do need closure. But, but within yourself. But closure is an inside job. Right. right. You don't need it from the other person. You don't need it from the other person. Okay. You so can, let's explain this. Yeah. You can find that within yourself. So our brains tends to obsess because of that. So since our brains tends to obsess to because of that, you're going to torture your mind. Your mind is going to torture you, sorry. So there is going to be a lot of uh, wondering, like uh, what happened, like, like going over and over and over in your mind. And the reason is because... 
when there is a lack of clarity, when there is a lack of clarity, the brain just simply tends to obsess. You just have to know that. When you choose to let go that person, even though you are having a hard time, uh, like analyzing and looking at at the situation, two things will happen. If that person is for you, the whole universe will create the perfect circumstances for you guys to be together. And if he is not or she is not the person that is for you, you are going to be able to move on, let go and find the person that is the perfect fit for you. But letting go has a huge power behind that because it means that you trust that no matter what, what is meant to be will happen. But when you obsess about it, you just interfere with this energy. I love that. There are always going to be people that want closure, mm-hmm. no matter what, because you're uncertain. Mm-hmm. You're uncertain as to why the relationship ended. And maybe it's something that you did and you feel like you can change the outcome. Or um, maybe you felt made them feel uncomfortable in some sort of way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what I would say, Laura, is that we have to take healing in our hands. We, if there is guilt, uh, there is guilt, resentment, blame, whatever feelings you are experiencing, you want to release that. It seems that the only way you're going to be able to release that is if you go uh, and talk to that person or that person talks to you. But chances are they might not or they might. So you cannot but rely it, on but them. Is it, okay, but is it worth reaching out? I would say do not reach out until you do some kind of healing with yourself. And we're going to talk about that because you have like a four-step letter writing exercise. Oh, yeah. Right? (laughs) I don't know if we have time right now. Oh, we need to take a break. We'll be right back. But uh, don't go anywhere because we're going to give you an exercise that you can do at home that can help with the healing process. Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Tonight on the Dating and Relationship Show, we're talking about breakups and tips for recovery with Joanna Lopez. She's a breakup and divorce recovery coach. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, and you're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And now I want to uh, talk about this exercise that you can do at home that can help with the healing process. And I guess it involves writing letters. So, uh, Joanna, can you explain this to us? And please, at home, keep in mind, those listening, that all our radio shows are available on Apple Podcasts and iTunes after they air. You can also Google the Dating and Relationship Show and click on the Omni link to listen to past shows. So you don't have to write this down right now. You can uh, Google it later. Okay, so what are these exercises that we can do at home? Yes, absolutely. So if there are if there is someone that are that if you are having a lot of trouble with the emotions that you are experiencing and things that you want to say that you didn't say to them. Like a, if you're looking for closure, I will I will say take closure in your hands. So you can do um, that is this exercise to have like three different types of perspectives. So what you can do, so you write a letter to your partner or your ex-partner in this case, and say everything you wanted to say, everything that you never had the chance to say to them. Uh, You can allow yourself to be angry, upset, like everything and let it out, let it completely out. And then you're going to write a second letter. So on that second letter, you are going to step on to, into your partner, ex-partner's shoes. You're going to pretend you are them and that you are going to answer that letter uh, 
directly to you. So now here is, there is a letter that you're writing to them, from you to them, and then you're gonna step on his or the, her shoes and pretend that they are responding to you. And in that letter, you're gonna imagine what they would say um, from from the letter that you, that you wrote to them, what they what they need to say in order for you to heal and let go. So, and then you're gonna write a third letter from a higher power, higher perspective, your unconscious mind, whatever you want. And you're gonna write what is the lesson behind uh, behind the the relationship that you guys have and why did you guys end it this way. So you're going to imagine, you're going to pretend, you're going to step in the shoes of your higher power, your unconscious mind, whatever it is, whatever you believe, and you're going to write down what's the lesson. Why did you guys date it? Why did you guys end it? And why did you guys have to meet and, and, and all of the things that you guys experienced? And then you're going to write one more, one last letter. So we've got four now. Four Correct. letters, okay. Correct. And in the last letter, what do we do? In the last letter, with all the three pers- perspectives that you already had, you're gonna write a sincere letter of forgiveness. Forgiveness to him, to you, to anyone involved in your resolution or involved in that, whatever it is that you experience that you need to basically forgive in order for you to have closure. So one letter is from you to them, then the second letter from them to you, and then the third letter from a higher power, God, your brain, the higher part of your brain, and the last letter, the, is last the forgiveness, letter, the letter. forgiveness letter. Why is it so important to forgive? It is important because, well, forgiveness is is kind of like when when we are in like when we are in a jungle, we get beaten all the time, and we don't die because of the bite of a snake. Because the, if you think about it, the snake is bite is like very small. What kills us is the venom that comes after the bite. Is that venom that paralyzes, that <sighs> runs into our, our body, into our, ve- into our veins, that slowly kills us. I love that analogy. That's so awesome. forgiveness is kind of like that. It's not what they did to you or what you did to them what will kill you or will, we will slowly destroy you in a way. It will be what happened after what they did. It's the toxicity. Is that a story that you run into your, in your brain over and over and over again. That was really awesome. Thank you. Mm. Has that worked for some of your clients? Oh, writing the letters? 100%. Obviously, It's right? so liberating and you feel free. And if after doing that exercise, it I know doesn't it work. seems- Let's say it doesn't work. Then what? Should they reach out? Well, I would say it will work. Okay. It will, that 100% will work for you because you are going to release all of the anger and everything that you're going to have. You're going to feel lighter no matter what. But after that, if you still feel the need of reaching out, I promise you when you reach out, you're going to reach out in a completely different way because you have let go or let out all of the toxic things that you had inside. So your approach to them is going to be completely different. And I promise you, maybe when you finish those letters, you are not gonna, no longer gonna feel the need to say anything because you have said it all. So, yeah. And healing is also important, especially before you get into another relationship. Absolutely. Because you don't wanna bring any of that baggage over into the new relationship because again, it's toxic. So, uh, and healing is so important because it helps determine whether you attract your divine partner. Do you want to explain a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. We human beings, we don't like pain. So we do whatever it takes to 
to avoid the pain. So we pretend that we are okay and that we don't, we don't feel anything and we just basically bottle up our emotions. Or we jump on another relationship right away to try to avoid the pain of the, the past, the, the breakup. But the thing is, you bring yourself with you everywhere you go. So if you don't heal, if you don't take healing in your hands, you're going to repeat the same patterns and you're going to attract another partner with the same patterns that you had in the, in the last relationship over and over and over again. Because life loves you so much that will always give you the opportunity for you to heal that what you need to heal. So it is important because Unless you do that, you're going to keep attracting the same crappy relationship. If you deal, if someone cheat on you, let's say, and you didn't heal that, chances are you're going to attract another person that is going to cheat on you. Yeah. And sometimes we mask our emotions and we don't know if we're healed. So when we come back from the break, I want to know how we know when we're healed. How do we know that we're okay? Well, stay with us. Back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Tonight on the Dating and Relationship Show, we're talking about breakups and offering tips on healing your heart, your mind, and your soul with Joanna Lopez. She's a divorce recovery coach. I'm Laura Bilotta, your host. I want to know, because you were talking about the importance of healing, Mm -hmm. and we, in order to find our true soulmate, Mm -hmm. we need to heal. And you said a lot of people walk around and we're not healed, right? So I could be walking around and and maybe I didn't heal from a relationship that happened or that breakup that happened like maybe eight or nine years ago. But how do I know that I'm okay and able to move forward in a new relationship? You know by the way you feel. You simply know by the way you feel about that experience. When you look back in that relationship, you will feel some kind of gratitude for whatever it happens or didn't happen. You're gonna feel you're gonna feel actually appreciated of whatever it is that you experience with them. You're gonna feel light. But if you haven't healed, you're gonna still have some kind of resentment. Uh, maybe feel bad or awkward or sad about it. But if you have done the work, you're going to feel lighted about it. You will no longer feel, you will no longer, my apologies, you will no longer have like that attachment of, of what, what they did to me. It will be more like, oh, yeah, that, that did happen. And I'm okay with And that. I'm okay. And that brought me to where I am now. Thanks to all of the experience that I had, it brought me here where I am. And now I'm with this wonderful man or wonderful woman. So if we're still creeping our exes on social media. Yeah. <laughs> do not do that, please. <laughs> does, do that not mean, do that. does that mean we haven't healed? Yes, we haven't healed. Really? I would say. Well, but what about your, can it just yes, be curiosity, absolutely. kill the cat, you know? You just well, want to know what they're up to. Why would you go on that door? It's going to trigger a lot of emotions. And I would say 
take your exes out of your social media. Do not go there unless you are in a healthy re- and, and if you are in a healthy relationship, why would you go there? But I would think that's a good test to see if you are over them. By if you're able to go to their social media mm-hmm. and maybe they've moved on, they have children and you're good with it. It's like, "Oh, okay, I I'm happy for him now." I wouldn't put myself in that situation. Really? If you are happy, you don't need well, cause it. Cuz I did that recently. I I creeped a, yeah. a boyfriend from like I mean, I someone that I was I felt like I truly loved back yes. in the day and I I creeped to social and you he's got four it. kids now and he seems happy or he, he could not be who knows <laughs> but <laughs> he could be overwhelmed I yes. I probably would be with four kids but good for him <laughs> like I was able to say good for you and I, I hope you're happy and, and, that, and that gave me a little bit of uh, contentment you know that's good because, yeah well here's the thing it all depends on where you are if you are right now like emotional you are dealing with a breakup and you go to your past ex, going and seeing their social media, it might trigger certain things because you are in a low energy. So even if you are no longer interested in that person, it's going to create some kind of like, a, oh, he has this and I don't have that or I or some kind of emotion. So I would say unless you are in a strong, powerful place, then do it. But if you are emotional, dealing with a breakup, do not go there. Not for now. Okay. And that makes sense. Yes. So if we're stuck in the same pattern, yeah. we keep ending up with someone with qualities that we don't that don't match ours mm-hmm. or our relationships continue to end the same way. What is this telling us? It tells you it tells you that that is a pattern and you need to heal because you will keep repeating the same pattern over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Right. The, your soul, your brain is telling you what you need to heal. Um, I told you the other day. You uh, have an exercise too. Yes. I love me, your exercises. You have an exercise that's yes. going to help you determine if you're repeating the same patterns. Absolutely. It's a simple exercise. You can ask, you can write down, uh, how did the three last relationships end that? See any commonal- commonality in yeah, that? How yeah. did they end that? And then I want you to write down uh, how was the relationship between your mom and dad. And I want you to look for any commonality in how they, how your mom treated your dad, how your dad treated your mom, and whether they, they stayed together, whether they ended the relationship, what were the struggles, what did you experience growing up? And I want you to notice what's the pattern there. Because it's going to be so obvious to you what it is that you need to heal. Again, whatever it is that we're experiencing now in the present moment goes back to our childhood. If you experience someone that let you down constantly when you were a kid, like let's say your dad let your mom down constantly, chances are you are keep attracting the same person now in the present. So it might seem that you need to heal something with your partner, but it actually you need to heal something with your dad. And I promise you, it's kind of like a... So is that how we would change a pattern? It's how we will change By figuring out what the trigger is and then dealing with it. Because it's kind of like a, like a pearl necklace. Mm-hmm. When you take off the, the original pearl, all the rest of the pearls will go down. So you want to go... Every problem is just a layer of a layer of a layer of a layer of a layer. So what you think is the problem, it might not be the problem. So it's something deeper. You want to know what are your unconscious blocks blocks what is uh, what is it that is sabotaging you unconsciously and this is something you can help people with if they come and see you yes absolutely that's I love that. that's what i do and i think is i think it 
I believe that with the work that we are doing, it basically will create new generations of happy families. Because if we are able to take responsibility for our wounds and heal them, we're going to be able to join a new relationship that will satisfy us. And then we will be happy. We're talking to Joanna Lopez, breakup and divorce recovery coach. When we come back, should we fight for that relationship? We'll be back. <laughs> don't, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We're talking about breakups and offering tips today on healing your heart, mind, and soul on the Dating and Relationship Show. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, and joining me today is breakup and divorce recovery coach Joanna Lopez. Joanna, let's say we have healed and we're ready to attract our soulmate. What can we do? <laughs> what can we do, right? Um, well, I told you that I told you that when I was when I was attracting my partner, my current partner now, um, I did a powerful meditation. I first of all, I have done a lot of healing, and I preach what I teach. Uh, I I do what I preach. Sorry, and there was this there was this time where. I remember doing a meditation from the heart to to my divine partner's heart. But let me give you a little bit of background because I think it will make sense. So I was dating my partner now. We dated for a month and um, things didn't work out. Like he he said, you know what, Joanna, I'm not ready for it. Like I'm just going to, like I'm not ready for a relationship. And I remember thinking like, oh, I really like this guy. I mean, so bad that he's not And the connection was amazing. And the connection was amazing, yeah. So all of a sudden he was like, you know what, I'm not ready and so overwhelmed. And in my head, well, maybe this guy has commitment issues, right? And so he, we parted ways, uh, that was that. And I remember doing some of my exercises, of the exercises that I do, did some healing, some make peace with that person. And I, and in my head, I told myself this little story, he was not the person for me. Uh, he was just meant to be with me for this month. And that was, that was what it was, to show me uh, what passion is and how amazing connections I, uh, can be and et cetera. And I let go. Two months later, I'm already dating other people and I want some clarity and I've been meditating for about 10 years. So I have learned this uh, heart to heart meditation. So where you basically get into this still place and you imagine a chord from your heart to your divine partner heart and you start talking to them. So I start talking to, to Matt and I start saying, well, not to Matt, but to, to my divine partner, who I didn't know who he was. And I was saying, I'm so excited for us to to meet, for us to, to connect, for us to co-create and create all this amazing experience. I'm ready. I'm ready for us to, to connect. And I bless your path from wherever you are to me and something like that. Um, people can find my meditation in uh, Um and um, so I was, I was doing this meditation, and at the next day I got an email from Matt, and I remember my my partner now. I remember thinking like, what, really? <laughs> like uh, this guy, isn't it the guy that has commitment issues? And remember he's saying like, oh, Joanna, I know that we um, 
we 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 ended things in in a way that I never really explained, but I can explain now. Um, I know I promised you to take you to the Christmas market, and I'm going there with my brother this this weekend. You want to come? Um, and I'm, I'm thinking like, what? Like this guy disappeared for two months and now wants me to meet his brother? What's going on? I'm like, this makes no sense. And I had a little bit of resistance, but that little voice was like, just, just go, just go. And no, long story short, like my connection with, with my partner is amazing and it's incredible. I, I feel like I, I attracted him. I attracted him in a way. I think I have done the healing that I needed to do. I have done the work, and what was funny when I told him about that story, he told me that the day before he sent me the email, he went to um, he went to a bachelor party at the rec room, which is very close to 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 where I live. And instead of him taking Espadina, he took the wrong way, and he ended up being in front of my building. And he said to him, he looked at the building and said, oh, I really like this girl. I can't believe like all these things that I'm going through, let it come come our way. Yeah. And then he decided to send me an email the next day, but it's pretty cool. I, I can picture myself meditating and maybe he outside of my building, but. Oh, um, that's amazing. I love uh, that story. <laughs> so the moral of the story is you can't reattract them unless you heal first you have to heal so first. you have to do the work on yourself and i have to say when when and if they're meant to be the universe is be. going to come or it's going to bring them absolutely. to you absolutely and i did not think that matt and i will go we will see each other again i did really let go i thought well this was just a month it was a great experience i love the the way that we connected but i guess it wasn't meant to be i was not attached to the result and i think it had to do with all the previous work that i have done so i do encourage you to do healing and heal any past partners past lovers that you had that let any wounds within you so inspirational you are. One more question before we have to go. Yes. So for people that are still confused and don't know what to do, whether to move on or fight for the relationship, what can they do to gain perspective and clarity? Well, everything is everything is a specific situation. So we cannot, this is a very broad question, right? Because every situation is unique. So if you don't know whether or not like this person is for you, if you should fight for them or not, I would say reach out to me, <laughs> reach out to me. You are welcome to to reach out to joannalopez.com slash book call and we can talk in deep of your situation. But to give something to the audience, I would say if you don't know what to do, I would say do some healing. Do the exercise that I gave you before mm -hmm. about how did the three last past relationships end that and the relationship between your parents. See if there is any patterns and see what it is happening right now in your relationship with your current partner. And then ask for a sign. I would say ask for a sign and see. It's kind of like hard to tell without knowing the story, but yes. Thank you, Joanna, for joining me tonight and offering your advice. We all know going through a breakup is hard, and it's important to know how to come closer to healing your heart, your mind, and soul. If you've been through a breakup and need someone to talk to, you can connect with Joanna Lopez. One more time, Joanna, how? 
can they get a hold uh, of you? you? They can connect at joannalopez.com slash book a call. And if you feel that you're ready to move on after a breakup, you can always check out my website, singleinthecity.ca. <laughs> I host speed dating events, dances, mixers. I help people with their dating lives, and I also help them find a partner through my affordable matchmaking service. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Ciao for now.